Hey everybody, it is Friday. It is Christmas Eve's Eve. Um, I wanted to apologize for not having um, a video for yesterday. I recorded that thing twice and I have no idea where it went. So for some reason, God did not want what I said to be heard. Maybe it was only for me to say. I don't know, but I'm... I was really frustrated after doing the Psalms video and then having to record I record the lesson, then the two Psalms video, then I had to do the lesson again, and I was just done. And I knew y'all would say, don't do it again. So, I didn't. Um, and I got emails from lots of people about the Psalm, the page not being there, page error, and the page was there, and it did say page error, and the reason it did is because I had dated the page to come out on the 26th and when I was working on it I previewed it and I could see it but y'all couldn't see it live so I fixed that everything should be fine with the psalm study I'm gonna have to open the door and let the dog out okay so that's good. That psalm study should be up and ready to go. Um, so let's look at our lesson for today. I really did love our lesson yesterday. I loved it. And I'm just going to say the one part that I just, where is it? Oh my goodness. 24. I have to comment on that. First Peter 2, 24. You are healed. And it says, but now you have turned to your shepherd, the guardian of your souls. I loved that. And I know this is backtracking, but I have to say this. I have been praying for people fervently to be healed. Some have not been healed in an earthly um, sense of the word. Some have been healed. Joy, for example. Um, but I'm trying to, and have been trying to understand healing. And I, oh my goodness, I don't understand it. But I think God, God was telling me, Wendy, my healing is not your healing. My ways are not your ways. I have healed my children through the wounds that I took I have healed my children and when I'm ready for my children to come home to be with me I will heal them um, every degree of their body but I've healed them from the draw of sin I have healed them from um, the penalty of a sure and painful eternity and I just needed to hear that I, I needed to hear that Am I still going to pray earnestly for my sweet little Joey to be healed? Absolutely, absolutely. But it just makes me, it was just a verse I just had to hear today. And the guard yesterday, and the guardian of my soul, I don't think I've ever read, I'm sure I have read it, but it went in one ear and out the other. But yesterday, I needed to hear that he was the guardian of my soul. And I loved that. And today I heard he knows how to rescue me in 2 Peter 2, 9. The guardian of my soul has healed me and he knows how to rescue me. I don't need to rescue myself. And I loved to hear that. <coughs> the 2 Peter 
scripture and our key verse has long since been um, one of my favorite verses because I have always been a doer. I have always tried to be better at things. I have always tried to make myself godly. Um, and, and I'm not, please hear me, I'm not saying we should not do the godly things and the things that God wants us to do, be in His Word and live out His truths, those types of things. I'm not saying that at all. But I've tried to make myself, clean myself up and make myself godly to present myself to Him. And wash my own self. Does that make sense to anybody? I've tried to wash my own self to make myself godly. But this verse tells me that I don't have to try so hard. In fact, I don't have to try at all because He has given me everything I need for a godly life. Not just some things, not just, a, not just a little bit now, and you'll get a little bit later, and if you're really good, you might get a little bit more later. He's given us everything through His divine power. There's nothing we've done to earn it. There's nothing that we can do to lose it. It is ours. Stand firm in His grace. That's what we're told. That's another one of the scriptures that I really loved. Um, 1 Peter 5, 12. Stand firm in His grace. This is the promise that He's given us. We have, through His divine power, everything that we need for a godly life. And for us today, I think that what we need to hear, I know I needed to hear this, is that I don't need better worship. I don't need a better Bible study. I don't need a better church. I don't need a retreat. I don't need to go get myself a new Bible. I don't, I don't need to do any of those things. Now, would those things enhance? Sure they would. Would God want me to go to a different church? I can't answer that. Would He want me to go out on a retreat by myself to be intimate with Him? Absolutely, He would love that. But let me tell you, that's not necessary for you to be godly. Did you hear me? That's not necessary for you to be godly. This is not necessary. These things and anything you could add is not necessary for us to be godly. What is necessary for us to be godly is to receive the grace, through grace, the promise that He's given us. And we need to tap into that power and experience what He's already given us. We don't need to make ourselves ready. We don't need to better ourselves up. We don't need to clean ourselves up. Nothing. The smell of a new Bible is great, but friend, that's not going to make you godly. He's given you everything you need to do, everything to be, you need for a godly living. So how do we tap into that? It is so simple. It's so simple we try to complicate it. We spend time getting to know Him in a daily relationship with Him. And then we spend time in His Word, learning it and living it. Do we get it right all the time? Absolutely not. Do we get it right half the time? Ooh, I hope we do. But does that, by not getting it right all the time, does that take away or make the power any less? Absolutely not. And we have got to hold this truth up to the pretense of the lie that the enemy puts, uh, puts right up with that. He tries to tell us, 
oh no, you can't be better than that because you did this or you did that or whatever. You fill in the blank. He lies to us. That is a lie. That is a pretense. And it's an argument set up against this truth of God's word. So right here we have an argument and we have a truth. What are we going to believe? Second Corinthians 10, 5. We're going to set it up. We're going to take it captive to the, and make it obedient unto Christ. So therefore, it's not going to have any power because truth defeats a lie. One day of the daily dependence at a time. That's how we do this. One day of daily dependence at a time. Wow. What a great way to end the week. Listen, you all have a marvelous, marvelous uh, Christmas and wonderful weekend celebrating the birth of our Savior, the gift of our Savior. He was born to die. That's what he was. He was born to die for you and for me. And by his divine power, through his birth, his death, his resurrection, and our acceptance of that grace, gave us everything that we need to live the way that he wants us to live. Living otherwise is in defeat. And um, living in the lies of the enemy. And, and we just, it's not meant for us. It's not meant for us at all. We'll see you not Monday, but we will see you Tuesday on the 27th. God willing, face to face.